Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and together joining me is uh, my fellow Mindmakers uh, columnist, Kampadre. And uh, as we often joke, both of us, we are well-known experts on absolutely nothing. Mohal Joshi. Welcome to Mind Podcast again. Thank you, So that is a, because we are going to discuss cricket, ISRO, politics, everything. So we can call ourselves well-known experts of everything or nothing, whatever you like. <laughs> So, without further ado, let me start with the the big elephant in the room, Cricket World Cup 2019. You know, after everybody had talked shit about how cricket was going down and stuff like that, we have a final for the ages. I think the best match I have, the best World Cup match I have ever seen, ever since I started watching World Cup, is would it would it be true to say that? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, it was hard to see that anybody could. Uh, overcome the 1999 semi-final between uh, Australia and South Africa but somebody, some one of the matches has managed to do it, it seems. No, and I'll tell you, see, as an Indian, I absolutely loved the 2011 World Cup final. Um, you know, we won and everything. But as a cricket fan, uh, if I would just want to rate the final, this final was probably one of the best finals ever. I mean, it would probably be at par with 1983 because 1983 was such a wonderful underdog story that no one expected that. And then you have this, both of which happened in Lords. Yeah, in the second innings when the match was getting close, I was telling some friends that uh, after the 1987 final in Australia and England, mm. uh, this could end up as the, one of the closest ever finals, which many of them haven't been very close, to be fair. Right. But I never expected it to be like tied, tied twice, uh, mm. even after the Super Over, you know. No, I think it's it's also because, see, you know, I'll give you an example, interesting example. You had the Afghanistan-Pakistan match where both the teams tried very hard to lose. And in the end, Afghanistan succeeded. Here, this was the opposite. Both the teams gave it everything. And that's why I say, don't let the score fool you. You might think, oh, it's only 240 game because the bowling was such high quality from both sides. But there were two or three brilliant performers who stood out of it. And I really felt for New Zealand. I mean, to lose two finals in a row and to lose it like this, it was just heartbreaking. I mean, you could see yeah. Kane I mean, Williamson, it was just heartbroken. Yeah, uh, it, like it's tough luck on them. I mean, unfortunately, the rules are decided well in advance, but nobody would think that a final would come down to the maximum number of boundaries scored. Now, like in a quarterfinal or semifinal, when one guy has to progress no mm. matter what, mm. uh, I would say like, yeah, it would be best if you uh, you have to go with some kind of rules, even though it might seem unfair. Mm. But for a final, when there is no more progression required, I guess once the scores were tied at the end of the Super Over, then mm. it would be best to just award the trophy jointly to both of them, which I don't think anybody would have protested much i don't know see the, 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 you never see that like uh, if 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 there is a if there is i'll give you an example in the fifa world cup if there is a i know we go until the penalty shootout till there is sudden death or something maybe there needs to be a provision of something like that like a sudden death. but i don't think trophy sharing is an option but yes getting a world cup on the number of boundaries scored was a little heartbreaking but you know such is the game such is the game it's uh, ultimately remember uh, 
मोमेंट्स and but um i thought for new zealand and england they did great stuff but uh, you know moving a little bit further new zealand beat india to get into the final and india was widely anticipated by many to beat new zealand in the semi final and come to the final but to a lot of us mohan and i included this was not a huge huge surprise considering how terrible the indian middle order was so i want to spend a little bit time a little bit of time on doing the indian post mortem you know uh, clearly india lost to a far superior team i mean you saw how new zealand england uh, ran england close and how they beat us but um, what do you think uh, mohan i think w- and and, and what, what do you make of the dhoni question you think virat was not asking the questions that needed to be asked of ms dhoni so there are like two parts to your question like i'll address them one by one so one is the middle order mess that is indicated so it is funny that after the loss um, shastri like who said like we needed a, who said like we needed a solid batsman out there in the middle order I mean, which is kind of uh, totally ridiculous statement in my opinion, because considering the fact that for the past two to three years, mm. the team had one single weakness, which probably like out of the 1.3 billion, maybe 1.29 billion people in India might know. Shastri, <laughs> I guess, might be one of the guys who might have not known this issue. So you didn't you tried to play like Raidu in that period, and then suddenly before the beginning of the World Cup, you jettisoned him. Now. Like when they try to replace him with Shankar and Pant, who, including the matches played in the World Cup, have a combined 21 ODIs between them. Mm. So when you put uh, a new guy in such a high pressure situation, it's kind of a gamble. But I think so, you know what they thought. Uh, probably the selectors thought that I think that all that the entire selection panel also has only a combined 20-25 ODIs between them. <laughs> oh yeah, 13 ODIs, 13 Test matches, and 31 ODIs between the all. Those are different. past laurels now i'll give you an example okay sachin was you had an aging sachin in 2011 world cup right but no one questioned his place because he was scoring the most amount of runs in the indian team i think he had the most amount of runs uh, in 2011 world cup from the indian squad and he had two centuries uh, against two quality bowling attacks england and south africa uh, 85 in the quarter final or 50 uh, 50 in the quarter final 85 in the semi final i mean Uh-huh. So you would not and Sachin's no, game no, did not affect you, India. No, what I'm trying to say is uh, the same yardstick means like see if you say like okay, Dhoni you cannot replace him suddenly, then 
why don't you use the same logic for I do? So either you use the same logic that okay, we'll go with the guys on form mm. for both Raidu and Dhoni or use the same logic that you know what, we yeah. these are the most experienced guys we need. So just use different. I think that's a symptom of Shastri Kohli regime from the past two years. Yeah. I don't know if you know this statistic, in, in 16 test matches in a row, they changed the team consecutively. Yeah, so, so that's been their symptom and they paid for it in the semi-final. You, that's you have this extreme, I think one of them needs to go. Yeah, like Kuldeep Yadav was dropped for Yuzvendra Chahal who got a hammering in the semi-final. Um, and I mean, you, you know, it was ridiculous. And then, you know, if in, in Ganguly's time, the criticism was that Ganguly doesn't change his team often. I think in 2003, we uh, out of a squad of 16, only 12 players played throughout the whole World Cup. Kohli's problem is he doesn't stay consistent with one team often. <laughs> the only two consistent people yeah. in, in any team in, of Kohli are Kohli and Dhoni. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's what, I think somebody like uh, Kumle was a better fit with like you could push back at certain ideas or proposals but I think Shasti just seems to be more of a yes man I don't think he's adding any value to the team so mm. going forward I think either one of them might need to mm. uh, rethink their position or maybe even step down to say like okay are we doing this right thing by mm. constantly changing and chopping the team maybe even what, what, what Mohal is saying was Shastri before the World Cup is no no what Mohal is saying is Shastri is a Motilal Vora <laughs> 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 but, yeah. but but certainly before you troll me, Indian team, I'm not comparing the Indian team to the Congress. Indian team can still win and go to the semi-finals. Congress can't even win yeah. a damn league match. <laughs> they are probably See, in mean, worse so, shape than Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> so, the other day I was looking up stats. So we have been like uh, top three heavy for such a long time. I mean, I was just looking at the 2013 Champions Trophy that we won. And the 17 Champions Trophy we lost. Hmm. And you know, the top three scorers across all countries hmm. is Kohli, Dhawan and Sharma. So now the thing is when one of them gets knocked out like Dhawan, he just upsets your balance and exposes your weak middle order. Yeah. And you can look at England, right? When, when Roy went down, they lost to Sri Lanka and Australia. Hmm. So that just upsets the balance. So that's why you need all the long-term planning that you need to have a reliable number for the in case one of your guys doesn't kick or if he gets injured, Absolutely. you don't get exposed on that bad day. Yeah, I, you know, I completely agree with you. I think I completely agree with you. I think there were a lot of uh, lessons that India needed to learn and this was one of them. But before we end the World Cup segment, one thing I want to tell you guys is... I don't think cricket is far, far away from finishing off. Like a lot of people love to write the epitaph of cricket and uh, Indians especially love to self-flagellate saying, oh, a sport only played by 10 countries and stuff like that. Are yaar, more people play this sport than many other sports that you are, uh, you know, crazy about watching. How many countries play Formula One here? I mean, come on, you know, kya baat kar rahe ho aap? right? So, or how many countries do... I think the only sport more played would be soccer, I guess. No, yeah. And I mean, what the hell is NFL? I mean, here people, I love NFL, right? But only America plays it so if like if the so if there is an indian watch super bowl i mean if you can make such a big deal about or nba for that matter right a few countries play basketball don't just run down cricket cricket has the capacity in it to produce these tremendously incredible contests yes i agree that now t20 is probably the most global form of cricket you can take it to other countries t20 world cup next year is going to have 16 teams which is excellent i think we should expand it to more and more so Yes, one could argue that ODI cricket could be made a smaller format in T20. I still feel uh, smaller teams need yeah, to be in ODI I, cricket. Yeah, I 
Yeah, I think one good thing to learn from the World Cup is like, I mean, there was a fear that this could be a 325 plus World Cup all along. But the, the great balance between bat and ball is like, you know, where you you had the right amount of balance brought uh, yeah. brought forward some ex- excellent games. So this is something that the administrators should look forward, like not just make and flat. With all, the criticism, or, uh, with all the criticism that England cricket got for the weather, I have to give him two kudos. One for preparing phenomenal pitches that great, created great contests. Okay. I mean, no doubt about that. And for probably producing the best final in World Cup history. Uh-huh. Like, I, 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 I do not recall, like, I know Eden Gardens probably is the number two in 87 and 83 and stuff, but this was just unbelievable on another level. The atmosphere, the tempo. I mean, you had people who were not, whose countries were not, uh, 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 you know, emotionally invested. And I think Sky Sports did a smart thing by making this final free to air. So all over Britain, people could see the final and the for this for one day gloriously. I mean, I know Wimbledon had a great game too. Cricket overtook every single mm-hmm. global sport. It was the most, I mean, you know, nine out of 10 trends on, on Twitter were about sports and half worldwide trends and half of them were about cricket today. Mm-hmm. Wow. With India not playing, <laughs> that is the that is the key. That's how great this game was, and that's how great. But but we'll discuss more about it in years to come. I don't uh, in days to come. I don't think Dhoni is going to announce his retirement. I think he should retire. But if if he does, I personally think he should get a good send off. He's done tremendous. I service. think the, yeah. to, to, to just quickly answer for Dhoni part of the question which I wasn't able to like. I think the question is just to like he needs to rotate like more otherwise we don't want the batsman on the other end to get frustrated and get out so that was the only minor point like i had wanted to add to your point yeah i know but i think dhoni even if he's going i think he deserves a good farewell um he's yeah. done human service yeah. to indian cricket and probably has been the best wicketkeeper batsman if not in the world in india definitely <laughs> so mm-hmm. so um Moving from there uh, to where India has shot, and, and, and I, I use this as a segue because uh, Harita Pusarla, Mindmakers columnist, who's written more than 300 articles for Mindmakers, guys. Please applaud her. Yes, triple century, Yes, triple century. Hamari Sehwag to wo hai. Harita hai. So, um, she, she actually starts her article with this, that after the Indian team's shock exit, India, the nation has something to cheer for. India's pride and glory, ISRO, is going to launch Chandrayaan 2 at 4 a.m. Um, uh, sorry. Actually, uh, as it like, uh, I just read the news recently that it had been uh, called off due to some technical snag. Oh, it did. Oh, it was yeah. scheduled to have been launched, I guess, in at this time. But uh, uh-huh. uh, um, uh, but right, it it's it's terrific. You know, Chandrayaan one was um, uh, launched in two thousand eight, uh, and. Um, after 10 months after the launch, ISRO lost contact with the orbiter and Chandrayaan failed to complete its mission life for two years. It still had many, many achievements to its credit. It was, you know, ISRO's first interplanetary uh, mission. And as Harita writes, you know, they detected water in the thin lunar atmosphere, water ice surface near the poles and so much more. And after Chandrayaan 1 in 2013, we prepared ground for Chandrayaan 2. And, um, you know, right now, uh, uh, after the 
uh, what you may call the, uh, uh, the 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 news that's coming in basically i wanted to highlight what they're talking about the mission contains of three parts the chandrayaan orbiter the vikram lander named after vikram sarabhai or as i would call it fellow indian scientist and fellow amdavadi scientist since mohan and i both belong to his city um, vikram sarabhai and pragyan rover and uh, it's a very ambitious project uh, let's not forget isro had a very successful mangalyaan project so we are hoping that chandrayaan 2 is just as successful uh, mohal anything you want to add on yeah so i think this will will be uh, joining an exclusive club of countries the fourth country uh, to uh, who have like soft landed on the lunar surface right and also uh, i think um, like nobody has ever landed i guess this far south like 70 degrees latitude south on near the south pole hmm. on the moon right fantastic and uh, we'll discuss more in the days to come i wanted to mention this because it was going to be launched today but unfortunately because of a technical snag it couldn't be launched today but when it does launch and when we get more we'll talk about more but before that please do read harita's fascinating piece on chandrayaan on that so um, <clears throat> um moving on a little bit to in the next part we'll talk a little bit about indian politics current affairs and how things are shaping up there yeah so um in political news um, so rahul gandhi is still resigning um he has resigned but they are not accepting uh, if they accepted congress is not believing and if they believe there are congressmen who are threatening to do other things that is and then some of the congress. congress leaders are resigning to rahul gandhi who has already resigned so mm-hmm. I don't know how do you resign to a boss who is also resigned. No, my question is who the hell do you submit your resignation to? Ah, वही तो मैं बोल रहा हूँ कि when you are resigning to a boss who already resigned, is it a valid resignation or do you have to resign to someone else? Huh? You know the funniest thing, and this is the state of the Congress. You know that D K Shiv Kumar was in uh, Bombay for the Karnataka, and we'll discuss. By the way, in mm-hmm. case you guys, uh, we'll discuss the Karnataka crisis in in the days to come. We are waiting for what happens with the Speaker's vote and the Supreme Court decision. And Mohal's colleague on the India Rising podcast, and my friend Kishore Narayan, is probably the best guy to talk about D K Shiv Kumar. So we are going to yeah. get Kishore on on air. Uh, and um on that but um you know uh, they were protesting outside so sanjay nirupam and milind devra are sitting next to each other sanjay nirupam tweets a picture with dk shankar cropping out milind devra milind devra tweets a picture cropping out sanjay nirupam <laughs> 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 it was so funny i mean the internal fighting is just unreal and i think what's happening with the congress is right now they don't know which which sort of Uh, road to take their loyalties was like are you know agar kuch bhi ho jaye you go to the gandhi family but right now you have a reluctant leader and a family that is quite frankly a liability on the congress but the, the financial control and the control of cadres lies with the gandhi family and that's why the leaders are scared of taking on it so what is the solution for them i mean trust me i would rather hope that the congress combusts and some new opposition comes because uh, the way and shape that congress is it is not um, it's not fair on india that our uh, principal opposition party is in such shambles and is such an apology of a political party yeah even i think in uh, delhi i think 29 congress leaders have written protesting like uh, like sheila dikshit some uh, recent decisions and Today we just heard that uh, Naljot Singh Sidhu in Punjab has resigned to uh, Rahul Gandhi on 10th of June, but I guess nobody knew till five weeks later. You know, <laughs> as of today. 
I don't know what, what is more funny about that that Siddhu find resigned from Congress again or that no one even knew till about five weeks. Yeah, I mean, he just tweet. I think I think that's a good point you brought up. There's a lot of infighting in all the Congress uh, regional uh, at a regional level. I think that's a symptomatic of uh, them not developing any strong regional leaders who could. uh prop up the party in like the hard times hmm. and i think uh, they are like uh, suffering because of that you know because if, if you don't develop any strong regional leaders like how will the party supposed to make come back hmm absolutely I mean, basically they, in the last few elections if you look in madhya pradesh or rajasthan i think a lot of it is probably now looking in hindsight credited to the internal uh, either like incumbency or the local bjp's uh, the traditional bjp's uh, incompetence in certain areas of states yeah ani wo bhi dekhna hai na and especially delhi bjp is the whole new uh, ball game but i will tell you this i think um, congress is shooting itself very rapidly in the foot and if they don't sort of mend their ways i think they are they are probably going to be in deeper shit in the days to come at least yeah, that's my I mean, perspective you have to reorganize at least before the four upcoming assembly polls hmm. uh i mean then probably then you have the delhi polls next year so i mean they could be in wiped out again you know for next 2 3 years hmm. so i mean the unfortunate part is like we have seen from the 2019 lok sabha that bjp only people abandoned as a choice when they are really fed up of the local bjp leaders at the regional level hmm. or or when you have a very strong leader like amrit captain amrinder you know no but even there i think the akali dal akali dal wasn't that popular so yeah yeah so that is that is the that is the thing so in closing i think uh, in in closing i think uh, that is that is the perspective uh, that is that um, if the bjp if if the congress doesn't mend its ways and if they are not blessed with a weak bjp leadership they are in deep trouble Yeah, there used to be a whole reorganization all the way from the top, but the question is who is going to bail the cat? Yes, as the proverb says. Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, I, b- before ending, I want to ask you, uh, Mohal, any recommendations you have for our listeners? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I saw this fantastic show called Chernobyl on HBO. Oh yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> Highlights the whole uh, series of how the disaster unfolded and how the investigations and the cover-up occurred on the in the Chernobyl mm-hmm. blast in the nuclear reactor mm-hmm. uh, in Russia right. in 1986, I believe. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, it was a stunning show. Uh, incredible, incredible uh, 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 stuff, and uh, I have recommended that before on Mind Podcast as well. Probably one of the best shows this year. uh definitely hbo's best show this year not game of thrones guys uh but it is close competition with veep <laughs> so uh my recommendation is going to be a show i one of netflix's most popular show it's a complete popcorn masala watch but you must watch it it's a show called stranger things uh set in the 80s it's a bunch of kids and monsters and stuff it's a lot of fun guys you know it's been a it's it's been a tough week uh, for everyone in terms of uh, the kind of things they're dealing with and stuff if there is has been a tough week 
go watch this you'll feel happy about it in the end uh, initially you might be a little scared but then it's good <laughs> so um with that uh, thank you so much mohal for joining us on this mind podcast yeah, thank you for inviting me absolutely we had a short one on world cup and politics and of course we'll have mohal more and then uh, more on mind podcast again and we'll have a detailed mind podcast with more political stuff especially with the karnataka issue coming up in the weeks to come thank you mohal appreciate it thanks all right